0: hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the life of a fashion student podcast with me your host christina ang I don't know if you all remember, but on my last episode, I was saying that I was so sure that I wasn't going to be able to put together an episode for you guys this week, but you know, alas, here we are. Despite this past week being a really hectic week for me, um, it's all been starting to cool down and I'm getting back into my regular workflow routine, which is nice. Last week, I just had so much going on all at once and it legitimately felt like the longest week of my life. And let me tell you guys, this semester has been the craziest semester so far, and I'm only four weeks deep, which is so crazy to me because it feels like this semester has been going on for like 10 weeks already. Okay, 10's a little bit of an exaggeration, but it it felt like it's honestly been going on for so many weeks, and for it to just be four weeks to me is completely insane. There's been so much confusion this semester, I just really have no idea what's happening in my classes, to be honest. And it's mainly been between my two core classes, so that's my specialized studio and my design studio class. Traditionally, how it usually is in um, Parsons is they're usually linked together with the two feeding off of each other in terms of, you know, the assignments and projects that were being assigned. And what I mean by that they're kind of linked together is that, you know, the thing that you do in the specialized studio class usually translates to what you're doing in the design studio class and vice versa. But this semester, they're completely disconnected and it's making things all the more stressful for me and for my peers as well. You know, I've talked to a lot of my classmates about this, but it's frustrating when one professor expects one thing and then the other professor expects something entirely different when the two are supposed to be working together. But anyway, it must seem like every other week I'm complaining about something school related, but I swear when I say to you guys that school is not for me, I really do mean it. And it has nothing to do with my school specifically, but I'm just not a fan of how the grading system works for creative majors because to me, you know, the creative space, like everything is so subjective. And also as a creative major, I hate being put into a box and having to follow strict guidelines, which is obviously something that you have to follow because, you know, hello, it's school. But yeah, if it were up to me, I would probably not be going to school if I were being completely honest. I'm just going through the motions of getting my degree and all that jazz because I know my parents really want me to and I definitely do see the value in getting a BFA which is the degree that I'll be getting when I graduate but you know if this were an ideal world I would not be wanting to go to school. But on the subject of school this brings me to the topic of today's podcast episode which as you guys can all tell by the title is all about creative burnout I think personally, school has been one of the biggest reasons for me that I've been feeling creatively burnt out lately, which I guess is to be expected, but it's certainly not healthy or normal. I just feel like at school, we're being asked to produce so much and everything has a deadline and a due date. Um, It's just all really exhausting and it's also just not normal for a person to be creating something new like every other week, which is a lot of what we're doing essentially. But yeah, there were so many reasons as to why I chose to talk about this topic today um, on today's podcast episode. First and foremost, I myself am going through a major creative burnout phase. And I say phase because I know it's going to pass eventually and then I'll be in a space where I'm creatively inspired, but then ultimately I'll reach creative burnout again and then the whole cycle will just continue again and again and again. That's just the life of a full-time creative where your work fully depends on you being creatively inspired all of the time. And the reality of it is no one is creatively inspired all the time. It's completely normal to have times when you're just not feeling inspired to create or make at all or if you just don't want to. It's taken me a while to come to terms with this fact and even now I'm still not the best at implementing this mindset for myself. But anyway, for any of you who did need to hear that, there you go. Another reason I really wanted to put this episode out there for all of you is because in October, which seems like it was eons ago at this point, I put out an episode on the five stages of burnout, and I just included like tips and tricks on how I overcome major burnout phases, and I got so much amazing feedback from you guys saying that you really resonated with that episode, which made me super happy, of course. Like even now, I still get people telling me that they enjoyed that episode, and it's been a couple of months, so I know that it must have been one that really stuck with you guys. But with all that being said, I decided to get a little deeper into this topic of burnout but focusing specifically on creative burnout because it's a serious issue that us creatives have to face and I just don't think it's talked about enough and normalized enough. And I want to make clear that even if you're listening to this and you're not in a position where you're expected to be creative all the time, creative burnout can still happen to you. And I say that because I know there are a lot of people listening to this podcast who aren't design students or aspiring artists or musicians or any of that. So I just want to express that this topic is still super important because everyone experiences creativity at some point. A common misconception that people have is that you need to be like an artist, designer or musician to experience the effects of creative burnout, but that couldn't be farther from the truth. Everyone has some form of creativity in them. You know, even scientists and mathematicians are expected to be creative in certain situations. So trust me when I say that creative burnout is something that happens to all of us. You know, maybe to certain degrees for some of us than others, but it still happens. And when I say all of us, I mean all of us. Even professional and successful musicians, designers and artists and journalists go through this on a regular basis if that makes you feel any better. Because just because they're professional and they're successful in their fields doesn't mean that they've got everything down to a T. But anyway, on this topic, I wanted to get into some quote-unquote symptoms of creative burnout so that you guys know or at least have a good sense of when you're going through this phase. Of course, generally this varies among person to person, but for the most part, the telltale signs of creative burnout are pretty easy to notice if you know what to look out for. The first symptom, which is going to be no surprise to all of you, is your good old friend procrastination. Um, Especially if you're a person who is naturally driven by work and likes to be productive, like myself, if you find yourself putting off work and making excuses for yourself to not do whatever it is you have to do, then you're probably suffering from creative burnout. And I'm not saying that all cases of procrastination are immediately linked to creative burnout, But it's probably the case, especially if you're not one to procrastinate often. Using myself, for example, I do procrastinate from time to time, but it's not something that I do often because I'm a big believer in getting things done fast and efficiently. I've had this happen to me before where there's this one project that I'm like avoiding to start at all costs. And instead, I just do anything else I possibly can to avoid ever having to touch that project. That's definitely a red flag for me and when I can sort of tell that I am exhausted creatively, but you know, you guys know yourselves best, so kind of, you know, decide when that point is for yourselves. I would say procrastination is relatively low stakes, but a symptom that's more extreme and that I hope none of you will ever have to go through is simply the feeling that you don't enjoy what you're doing or creating anymore. And I unfortunately have been through this myself, and I'm sure a lot of you listening to this podcast from the very beginning began to notice my slow decline in loving my fashion design work. Back in the beginning of my first semester of junior year, it was very clear to you guys, I'm sure, that even as a fashion design major, I was starting to lose touch with my creative side. I remember consulting you all in this podcast about how I was veering off the design path and working towards other facets of the industry like PR, journalism, and etc. And I'm not saying my passion for design declined solely due to being creatively burnt out, but I think it definitely did play a big role. For me, that period of time that I started to not enjoy what I was doing anymore lasted for quite some time, like basically the whole first semester of my junior year. But ever since I've gotten back into creating and designing this semester I have been really falling back in love with it all over again so I think I did need that long pause from just constantly creating work every single day and now that I was finally able to get over it from having that semester off from like really sewing intensively getting back into it now I think I'm in a much better place and to avoid ever having to go through that period of time where I didn't enjoy my work anymore I will definitely be taking more breaks from my creative work and just allowing my mind to kind of rest a little bit. But the point I was trying to make in sharing my whole life story was that if you're having those feelings where you're starting to not enjoy whatever you're doing or creating, then it's definitely a telltale sign that you are reaching the point of creative burnout. Because while it's perfectly normal to dread doing work from time to time, which I'm sure all of you are no strangers to, if you're experiencing long extended periods of time where you're just completely disconnected from the, from the work you're doing, then that's something entirely different. And at least for me, during that time in my first semester of junior year, I wasn't just dreading my design work. It, it'd be like every time I would pick it up, it would make me feel so miserable and unhappy. So that's when I kind of knew that the feelings that I was feeling were much more than simply just procrastination. I hope that helped out a few of you and maybe you'll be able to watch out for those feelings yourself before they turn into full-blown burnout phases. Another thing I noticed that was happening a lot before I reached the creative burnout stage was that I was doing more consuming than producing and I found this to be quite common amongst people when I was doing my background research for this episode but typically when you're putting off your work there isn't going to be much production happening. Especially when I'm in a creative rut, I find myself looking at other people's work and trying to find inspiration through social media, whether that be through Instagram or Pinterest, whatever it is. I'm just constantly consuming other people's work and not really making any for myself. It's also really not that great for my mental health to be looking at other people's amazing work while I'm in this phase because it just makes me feel 10 times as worse that I'm not actively producing anything spectacular and amazing So I really do try my best to avoid doing this as a whole, but sometimes it just really can't be helped. So now I know that when I find myself consuming more than producing, I also see it as one of the signs that I'm creatively burnt out. And it's good to know and to be aware of so you don't feel like you're just lost and have no idea why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. It's good when you're going through this to take a minute and reassess how you're feeling and what you can do about it. I kid you guys not, I literally go through a phase of creative burnout every other week, and a lot of that is due to the fact that my life revolves around making creative work, so it can be especially draining in that way. But while it's good and all to be able to bounce back from creative burnout, the most ideal situation would just be to avoid it altogether. And obviously, if it were that easy to avoid reaching this point of creative burnout, then none of you would even be listening to this episode right now. But as a first step you can take would be to avoid projects that you don't vibe with or that creatively drain you. I've always been one to take on more than I can chew, you guys know this, but I promised myself this year I would be more conscious of the projects that I'm taking on because I now realize that my mental resources are limited and I want to put them into the right projects and, you know, the ones that excite me and that I'm truly passionate about. So next time when you're going through the projects that you have to do and are going to take on, if you already know that doing this one thing is going to drain the creative life out of you, then it, it's probably a good idea to avoid that. Unless, of course, you can't because it's related to your work or it's an assignment from school. But if it can be avoided, then by all means, do not take it on. In my own freelance writing endeavors, I went from writing an article every week to writing one every other week because I was getting so burnt out from producing content week after week along with all of the other stuff that I had to get done in my life. I took it up with my supervisor and we both agreed that writing a piece every other week would be much better for me and not to mention I'd also be producing a lot more quality articles because I'm not you know, rushing to get them done anymore each week. Something else that works for me when I'm in a creative rut is I like to do something that's not at all related to the task at hand and something with a lot lower stakes. That way, I still feel like I'm being productive and getting stuff done, but I'm not squeezing every last bit of my mental capacity to do so. I like doing stuff that doesn't use a lot of brain power, if that makes any sense. Do you guys ever just have those assignments or projects that don't take much brain power? I don't know if that makes any sense at all, but an example of something for me that doesn't use a lot of brain power would be putting together mood boards for an assignment or even sewing, honestly. I can literally sew anything while having my iPad on the side and watching YouTube or a TV series, which is weird because you'd think sewing is actually something you'd want to be meticulous about, but I don't know why for me sewing is something that's quite therapeutic and that I can just do without thinking about it. Of course, there's a lot of planning involved and math and whatnot because of the patterns and stuff, but the real sewing itself is not something that takes a lot of thinking to do. So my recommendation is to find that one thing that doesn't require a lot of meticulous thinking and concentration and just do that thing when you find yourself stuck creatively. Another thing I like to do when I'm feeling creatively burnt out is to change up my work environment. I used to do this a lot before the pandemic and, you know, everything because if I wasn't feeling driven in my current space, I had the luxury to get up and go to a different space like a cafe in the city or even my friend's house. But unfortunately, we really can't do those things anymore without putting ourselves at risk. So something I've been doing to change up my setup is changing the way my room is set up. And I don't do it that often because obviously it's a lot of work to just get up and start moving your furniture all over the place. But occasionally when I'm feeling really stuck in my current space and I just can't think and do anything else, I like to change up the orientation of my workspace, which is ultimately my room. I have a relatively small and cramped room to myself, but every now and then I like to move around the furniture to make the space feel like, like it's a new space. Trust me on this, if this is something that you can do in your own spaces, I would highly recommend it because it just completely changes things up and makes you feel like you're in a new place when you're actually just in the same exact spot you were in. But yeah, that is all I have for you guys on today's episode and I hope you enjoyed some of the points that we talked about. I know this episode was a little shorter than what you guys are probably used to, but like I said, I've been so burned out lately and I was hoping to bring attention to it in this episode while also letting you guys in on some of the actions that I'm taking myself to get through it. Creative burnout can be seriously difficult to put up with, especially if you're one who is constantly going through it, like myself, but it's worth recognizing the signs and also knowing ways you can fix it. But regardless, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this podcast and to hit that follow button if you're liking what you're hearing. If you have any ideas for future episodes, give me a DM on Instagram because I would love to hear them. And I promise a longer episode for the next one, don't worry. Anyway, love you guys always and talk to you on the next episode of the Life of a Fashion Student podcast.